0: Chapter Twenty Two of *The Haunted Hangar* by Van Powell. This recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Chapter Twenty Two: The Ground Crew Takes Hold. Hello, boys. Remember me? Dick rose to meet the man, tall, quiet, and with a smile of greeting on his face that belied the creases of worry around his eyes. I ought to. Larry also advanced rather sheepishly i tackled you the day you floated the dory out to the cracked-up seaplane oh no hard feelings my friend the man shook hands you wrenched a shoulder that was already pretty painful but you thought you had a jewel robber to deal with so let's let bygones sleep he shook hands and accepted the lounging chair dick offered i don't believe i've introduced myself the man began i'm mr whiteside "'Of course you wonder what I am here for.' "'Naturally they did.' "'Each nodded. "'I've kept pretty well in the background of this case,' he told them. "'I am, by profession, an official of Mr. Everdale's Eastern Enterprises. "'But I consider myself something of an amateur detective, on the side, "'and I want you three to help me.' "'But Mr. Everdale discharged us.' "'There was no resentment, only remonstrance in Larry's quiet remark. "'Oh!' I know it. I have seen him. Been up in Maine, but he has given me a free hand, and I think you three can be useful. You see, I want that hangar watched. Now that the reporters have gone away, I can't be there day and night. I know. He broke off to explain that you three have suspected me of having something to do with the wrong side of the affair, and naturally enough, I came upon Larry unawares at the seaplane i accepted his offer about surrendering jewels and actually had a gun in my hand at the time no wonder i fall in line as well as a suspected person i don't hold that against you as it happens i am trying to recover the missing jewels just because i made such a failure of rescuing them before that might or might not be true sandy reflected but he maintained a careful guard over expression and speech we aren't doing anything about the mystery stated sandy wondering if that might be the plan but this man had come to try to pump news out of them if so sandy was determined that as long as they had given up been given up it did not matter if the man knew it or not but you will do something tow me out what dick asked with a mental reservation as to any promise why go out to the everdell estate under my direction and watch.' "'We'd be trespassers,' argued Sandy. "'We might be arrested. I can arrange all that.' Mr. Whiteside turned directly to Larry. "'I need you for something else,' he said. "Atley Everdale isn't here to help. If any situation developed where I would need a pilot, I have a theory that makes me think I shall need one.' "'What about Tommy Larson?' The man who had piloted the cracked-up seaplane was again able to fly, he responded, but was not safe for a long flight. Besides, the detective argued, he wanted someone who had proved himself trustworthy in more things than flying. I've had only about nine hours' instruction, Larry said honestly. I wouldn't like to risk soloing on that. I can taxi, handle the plane to get into the wind, take off and fly level, bang, turn circle spiral climb shoot the field and set down but-that is all settled in advance mr whiteside stated tommy larson is kicking around without a job i've got his consent to finish your instruction and put you in trim for a license by the end of summer sandy watching his friend's face take on an eager light a look of longing decided that mr whiteside could not have found a more certain way to fascinate larry and enlist his cooperation dick too showed an interested face that would be great larry declared then he became more serious adding finishing up my course would be fine but if it means that i'd have to do anything against mr Everdale's wishes after he told us he wishes to recover those emeralds my boy "'But he has agreed with Miss Arena that they are destroyed,' Dick objected. "'And I think they are not destroyed.' "'He gave them his theory. "'When Everdale gave me all the facts he had about the London attempt to ruin the emeralds, "'the first idea I had was that some independent robber had failed to find the real gems "'and, in spite, had damaged the imitations. "'But no other jewels were taken.' that supported his decision that neither a single robber nor band of miscreants had planned the affair they would have taken all the real stones and he believed that these were numerous i weighed the situation and on the detective a robber would be enough of a gem expert to know the stones were imitations and would have taken the others but some hindu fanatic in india where the emeralds came from originally might have a fixed idea that they must be destroyed he might not know imitations from real ones that would explain why acid was put on them agreed dick it wouldn't explain any other attempts though no i argued that as soon as a hindu accomplished the entry to the hotel and believed he had destroyed the stones he would stop then why did you and mr everdale fly out to meet the yacht we wanted to take every precaution larry there was a chance that no Hindu was involved. It might be someone with what the French call an ide fixe, a fixed notion, a demented purpose of destroying emeralds. No other stones were treated with acid, except those lying in the little pool around the emeralds. Are there people as crazy as that, and going around loose? Once in a while you hear of such people, Dick well wouldn't anybody in england give up then asked larry anybody who remained in england would have to he'd be left there but mr whiteside leaned forward and spoke meaningly a man sailed from england and although i did not know it at the time i have checked up since and the man from london is an english circus acrobat who went in for stunting on airplanes the man who claimed to be a secret agent of a london insurance firm asked dick amazed the firm sent no investigator then we have found the man who was guilty exclaimed dick he was with tommy larsen hired him to go out to meet the yacht that seems to be the fact mr whiteside admitted before the arrival of the yacht i had no inkling that this fellow had come over but mrs everdale was so nervous and worried we decided to fly out to meet the yacht just as jeff who had been retained before everdale found me decided to do sandy had made no contribution to the discussion he spoke at last quietly i said early in the adventure that nothing was what it seemed to be sandy remarked this backs me up but but what look at this mr whiteside we are sure he made a try for the emeralds in the seaplane he hired he thought they were destroyed at least he had done all he could to destroy them then why did he make another try maybe he wasn't sure he'd done what he intended argued dick he had ruined them wasn't that enough my idea is that he learned there was an accomplice on the yacht mimi perhaps he must have learned that the real gems were not ruined at the time mr whiteside explained do you think his confederate threw the real ones overboard in the life preserver with the ruined imitations tied to it turning to answer larry the detective hesitated that doesn't check up he said the confederate mimi knew the imitations she wouldn't throw them at all if she knew the real ones were hidden in that life belt she'd have flung that but we know that the imitations went overside and were in the gum as sandy cleverly discovered so that makes it all muddled up again i don't understand how the haunted hangar comes in protested larry that's what i want to discover it does come in i'm sure of that you and dick and sandy can help i believe Two to watch the hangar, taking turns, and with my aid whenever I can manage it. "'You, Larry, to perfect your flying technique, and be ready if I need you.' "'It sounds good to me,' urged Larry, turning to his chums. "'Well, I say, let's reorganize.' Dick had a twinkle in his eye. "'You, Larry, will be the sole member of the Sky Patrol, "'and Sandy and I will be, um, the ground crew.' that's a good description the detective chuckled all right agreed sandy dick you and i are the ground crew as soon as you're ready mr whiteside we'll take hold chapter twenty two